Hi, my name is Joel Knox. I'm the senior pastor at the Vineyard Church of Brenham in Brenham, Texas. I'm so glad you're interested in our podcasts. This media is completely free to you, so you can share it with anyone else, however you'd like. Our church is located at 1401 South Bluebell Road in Brenham at the corner of Tom Green Street next to the Bluebell Creamery and across from the Bluebell Aquatic Center. You can also find us on the web at vineyardbrenham.org and on Facebook and Twitter at Vineyard Brenham. Anyway, thanks again for stopping by, and I hope you enjoy the podcast. Well, good morning. How's everybody doing? Doing okay today? How many of you were here last week? Okay, good. So you remember... the. Well, I, I didn't realize this has actually kind of become a phenomenon. And there were some, some animal rights people that were really upset because they thought that these cats were actually skydiving. This was done on a, on a, on a, a blue screen or a green screen, whatever, whatever it was done. So it, they, they've just got a fan going and, and you know, they're suspended in the air. And, and you know, so, so those of you who thought that the, this, this poor cat was being tortured last week... Um, it, it, it wasn't, but uh, anyhow, well, before I get started, there, there's a couple of things, and I forgot it. What? I forgot it. Well, I, I, what I what I planned to do, I wanted to talk to you about um, uh, New Beginnings, the Crisis Pregnancy Center. Uh, we left our little prayer buddy. Um, this past week, um, we had to take a prayer buddy back because um, one of the, the young ladies who was expecting... Well, let me, let me back up. Uh, what uh, New Beginnings started this ministry that um, for anyone that comes in that is, has come to them for, um, for help in their, their pregnancy, they assign a, a prayer buddy and they get to... It, it's a little knitted animal that this lady who uh, her, I think it was her granddaughter, was, was lost to an abortion. And so this is, this is her ministry. She makes these little animals, and they, they take them to New Beginnings, and then the, the moms get to pick this animal, and then those animals are given to people in the community to pray over. Every time you see this little, little animal, then you can re- re- be reminded to pray for the, the mom and, and the baby that she's carrying. Well, uh, we were notified that, that one of the moms that, that we had been praying for had um, a miscarriage. And so we had to take that, that animal back. And so we picked up another one. And then we, we thought this would be a great thing for the kids to get involved with. And so I had in, in mind to, to have that little animal here. And then we're going to like disperse it around the Sunday school class and let the kids pray for it each week. But I completely forgot it, so that's all totally anticlimactic. So I'll, I'll do that next week if that's okay. I'll bring it. it it's this little donkey that uh, knit donkey. It kind of looks like Eeyore, but it's it's a different color. But anyway, uh, but yeah, I, I feel bad now. I told you that story, and it's like, oh, it, it didn't do it. Um, the second thing I want to tell you about um, tonight is our countywide Thanksgiving service, and. This is an opportunity for churches to get together and in our community and celebrate Thanksgiving as a community. And I had, 
had posted on Facebook that I was well, I wanted to go over to Conroe tonight and see if there was a group of people that wanted to go. Well, I'd forgotten about the Thanksgiving service. And, oh, by the way, Joel, you've been asked to lead, lead worship tonight. So, um, so anyway, I, I would love for y'all to come with us. It's at the Cannery Kitchen tonight at 6 o'clock. It lasts for about an hour. They have refreshments. And it's just a great time to get together and to hear from everybody in the community. I, I think one of the new ministers in town is going to be speaking tonight. I spoke last year. And uh, so it, it's, it's just a great opportunity to, to connect with people in our community as, as, a, as, as a community of faith. So uh, that's tonight at 6 o'clock at the Cannery Kitchen, and, and I hope you'll be there. Um, it would be nice to, nice to see some faces that we know while we're, while we're there. Okay, um, so I, I asked how many of you were here last Sunday. Did, did you enjoy having Mark and Shelley here? I mean, that was, that was really awesome. It was refreshing. and Well, Mark talked about taking kingdom risks. And that's, I'm just kind of continuing his, his theme for the weekend. And he said, I don't know if you remember this, but he said, if you want this kind of life, if you ask the Lord to, Lord, I, I want to take risks and I want to experience your kingdom that you're going to have opportunities within the next couple of days, maybe within the next 48 hours, maybe, you know. So, and I, I, I should have caught Georgia before she took the mic to the back. But I, I, want to, I, I just want to find out, did, did anybody take a risk this week? Did, did you step out and, and, and see what, what, what God might do if you just respond to a prompt that he gives you. And I, I look at everybody, it's kind of like deer in the headlights. <laughs> Shannon, would you mind bringing me that, that uh, cordless mic? How many of you this week, you, you, you took a risk? You stepped out? You felt like God was leading you to do something? Okay, Georgia, uh, come up here with me. Tell us about it. Okay. Well, basically, as I was sitting there, as all of you know, my husband is not a believer, and he comes from a Jewish history, and he's been sick, and he's a doctor, and he's never sick, and uh, he's a terrible patient, and so besides having to really pray for myself, I thought, you know, when he was coughing and all, I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to step out there, and I'm going to lay hands on him, and I'm going to pray. And I did. And he didn't take my hand off his shoulder. He didn't say, what do you think you're doing? He just stood there, and I just prayed for God to touch his body and for the doctors to help him determine what was going on because he's been sick for about two weeks now. And um, so that was a risk. Yeah, I, I say so. And see, th this is the thing, you know, and, and I, I was tempted to ask, well, did, did he get better? That's not up to us. That's not up to us. That's up to, to God. What's up to us, what we can control is how we step out 
and, and act on what we feel like God is leading us to do. Anybody else? Do you? I did it two weeks ago. Okay, that's fine. Come. I was coming back from Bay City and um, on Sunday, and I oh, and I was about to go to work. I had to go to work that night, so I was like, "Okay, God, uh, I'm hungry now." I was like, "I'm going to stop and get some food." I decided I didn't want to stop in Belleville and didn't stop somewhere else and. Felt God say, go to this place called Joe's in Hempstead. Say, why? Okay, whatever. So I go in there. I sit down to eat. And I'm looking at the menu going, hmm, I don't know what I want to eat because I'm indecisive. So um, it takes me about 30 minutes for me to decide what I want to eat. And in that time, a lady walks in by herself, like me. And I said, why don't you come and sit and join me since you're sitting here? And then God started speaking things I needed to tell her. And she goes, oh, my God, everything that you have said is exactly what he's been talking to me about. So that was a risk because I didn't know her from Adam. Yeah. (laughs) That's the kind of stuff that that Mark was talking about last week, you know, if you remember. Um, so that, that's cool. Kitty, is it okay if we do this? Okay. A couple of weeks ago on Veterans Day, my neighbor asked me to take him to uh, <clears throat> Applebee's because they give free meals. Well, we met another veteran down there who does construction, and he had some work for the man to do, and the man was looking for work. That's awesome. Anybody else? Okay. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. So I was not here last weekend, so I don't know about taking risks, what the sermon was about. Um, I was on my bachelorette party a weekend. So, um, but my best friend, so strange enough, me and my sister kind of got into it. I'm a bachelorette party, but it allowed me and my best friend to have kind of be forced to, we ended up staying in the same room, and she decided that she wanted to stay up talking about stuff. So a little bit about her, um, she had a baby in April, um, and so her husband travels a lot, and so she's kind of been doing it kind of single mom-ish in ways. And we were just talking, and I don't really, we don't really, me and her have never really talked about religion. I didn't go to church growing up. She was Catholic growing up. We didn't really talk about religion. But we started talking about things that were going on in our lives. Um, Obviously, I'm getting married, and there's some differences, opinions between my best friend and Bobby. And so we were talking about all that kind of stuff, like the past, the present, the future. And, you know, I just finally told her, I was like, you know, she's Lutheran now. Um, But I said, God chose me to take on the path. Yes, it's difficult. And it's not the one that I foresaw having. I was like, and, you know, your path is definitely not what I saw you having. But I think we both had a moment where we were talking about religion, we were talking about our families, and basically 
where we're going to go from here, the future, because all of that is mixed in together. And she definitely does not talk about religion. She does not want to talk about the subject, but she opened up. And we had a conversation that we, in, I would say, over 20 years of friendship, we have never had. Yeah. So I think that taking a risk, bringing up the subject, but it was a breakthrough. And I feel like it's going to benefit our relationship and Absolutely. really our relationship as families, the two families together. So. Yeah. Well, thank you. And you didn't cry. <laughs> See, that, that's, that's what we're talking about. It's just being willing to step out and, and just allow God to, to lead us. Because, you know, Mark had all these, these crazy stories about what, what he's done, but it all started with just being willing just to say yes, be willing to, to just take a risk. Anybody else before I turn off the mic? Dean's not here. So um, we have a, a babysitter. And oh, I'll yeah, hold it for you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that'll help. I didn't even think about it. So um, she says she's a Christian. We're not really sure. Um, she doesn't go to church, but she shows up at um, to take care of the kids. So that's the one way she she gets anything about God. And so um, she's kind of become part of our family. And she was there Tuesday. I don't know. Whatever. Last week she came. And um, I remembered her shoulder had been hurting, and she had surgery, and it's, it's still giving her problems. And so Daniel said, can we pray for you? And she kind of looked at us. She's like, sure. And Daniel said, can we do it right now? Uh, sure. So, you know, we prayed for her and asked that any damage that had been done would go away, but also... And, you know, he asked, is anything happening, blah, 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 blah. Well, later, we got home, and typically she just says, oh, the kids were good, blah, 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 and then she leaves. Well, she started opening up about where she's wanting to go to school, why she's in school. It's because her mom wants her to be in school, and she was telling us, like, all of her her dreams and the goals she has in life, and... It was just shocking because we just asked, hey, can we pray for your shoulder? And later, I mean, she stayed for almost an hour after the time. And she now is coming to our house for Thanksgiving. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how that proceeds. But yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And, you know, that's, that's the thing. It, it, it doesn't have to be anything dramatic. It doesn't have to be any grand thing that we do. It's just whatever opportunity God gives us to take that opportunity, but take the risk to ask the questions. You know, can I pray for you? Because that, that was one of the things Mark talked about, right? Remember, just about everybody, well, if you ask them, hey, can I pray for you? And like this girl, well, sure. Well, can I pray for you now? Uh, yeah. As long as we don't, and, and this is why we say do it naturally, supernatural. We don't want it to be weird because, you know, it, I mean, this is an opportunity for God to do something and, and we can participate in what God's doing. So I hope it's okay. I, I want to I try to do this because I, I, I think we need to practice. You know, Mark talked about doing this, and this is, this is something that I, I think we all can participate in. So 
Um, it, this might be putting everybody on the spot. Well, we're going to have, have time before I get started each week to give testimonies because I'd, I'd like, to, like for us to, to start taking risks and, and seeing how God uses us out in the community and among our families and, and in just different ways. So the Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Corinth and he told them what they should expect in any corporate time of worship. This is what he said in, in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 26. So here's what I want you to do, and I'm reading from the message. When you gather for worship, each one of you should be prepared with something that will be useful for all. Sing a hymn, teach a lesson, tell a story, lead a prayer, provide an insight, and then he goes on and he, he's, he's talking about, about messages in tongues and other languages and interpretations. But the thing that he brings it back to is all of this needs to be done in a way that's in order, not chaotic, but in a way that, that lifts up Jesus in our midst. And I want us to see that every time we come together, there's room for us to do a lot more than just sing and preach. I mean, that's what we do. You know, we come together, we know we're going to have some songs, and then I'm going to get up and say something. And there's a lot more room for us to participate in, in what God's doing whenever we gather together. But in order to do those things, we have to be willing to take some risk. Now, last week, Mark talked to us about the gift of prophecy and the various ways that God communicates with us. And he shared with us several ways that God might show us something or communicate with us. We've got a couple of his books left that are out in, in the foyer if you'd like to, like to purchase those. But he was, it, his book is called Reluctantly Supernatural. And... Uh, and it, it really is, it's kind of a guidebook on how to step out and take risks, how to, how to allow God to use us. And in, he talks quite a bit in the book about prophecy and in, in, in thinking of it in terms of God speaking to the congregation. And he's talking about, and he talked about this a little bit on Sunday night, and I just want to kind of touch on it just real quickly. But he talked about the ways that God communicates with us. You know, we, we, we think in terms of prophecy like, you know, get this, get this word or, you know, that, that it's, it's like, like this message that, that we have to deliver. But sometimes it, it, it comes in, in, in a few different ways. The first one that he listed was mental images. And we practiced this a little bit on Sunday night. And we're, we're, we're just waiting on the Lord to see how he might want to speak to us and one of those ways is through pictures. Maybe you get a picture in your mind. Or maybe you get a word. I, I've, I've noticed that whenever I, I, I feel like the Lord is speaking to me, I get a, just a, a single word. And one particular time, I had a word that it looked like it was superimposed over somebody. And it's it, the first time it ever happened, and it terrified me. And then I, I've, I've kind of gotten used to that happening since then, so it, it's, it's not quite as scary. But sometimes it comes in, in, a, in maybe a word, maybe a phrase. 
And then Mark even talked about that maybe it's, it's like a movie. You like see a, a scene play out in your mind. And, and we're, we're saying that this, this is something that, that must be coming from God. It doesn't, it, I mean, how, how would you know these things? How would, how would those things be just pop into our mind? It, maybe that's, that's the Lord that is, that is speaking to us and he's using these, these means to, to show us something. And then he goes on, he talks about um, unbidden thoughts. And, and this, the, the, he uses that word unbidden thoughts, but it's like you get this, this impression. Say you, you see someone and you just tell them, or you feel prompted to tell them, hey, God just wants me to tell you he loves you. Just out of the blue. And, you know, we, and we might fight with ourselves like, well, you know, why, why would I want to say something like that? Well, it, you know, and we wonder, you know, is this is the devil speaking to me or is this? And it's, it's really, I mean, if, if it's something that's uplifting and good, it might be coming from the Lord and it might be something that God wants to use to bless somebody else. And so you, you might get a prompt to, you know, tell them I love them or, or they need to know that I love them or, or something like that. And then he, he also lists unbidden emotions. Have you ever just gone along and you just felt something? You didn't, don't understand why. It just came out of the blue. It's not really you. You don't normally feel that way, but somehow you feel maybe it's love. Maybe it's fear. And that might be God speaking and showing you something that He wants, he wants you to share with someone else. And then He uses the term unbidden scripture. And I think this happens to us quite a bit. If we're in a conversation and all of a sudden a, a, a scripture comes to mind. Now, one of the things about that is that, you know, we, in order for those things to, to come back to our memory, we have to commit them to memory first. But sometimes it just comes and maybe we didn't, we didn't memorize it, but that could be the spirit that is, is prompting us to speak and share that with somebody else. And then there are strong impressions. There, maybe it's a, it's a feeling or, or an emotion, a sensation that, that you just can't explain. Just all of a sudden, it, you, just, you just feel something. And you, you don't know why, but you feel it. And then there are dreams. You know, this, this is one that we're, we're kind of familiar with. You know, in, in the book of Acts, whenever Peter preached his, his sermon to, to the, the 3,000 that day, 5,000, 3,000, and he, he said, quoting the, the, the prophet Joel, the old men will dream dreams, young men will see visions. You know, that, this is how the Lord speaks to us. And, and another way is, is through open-eyed visions. One, uh, one of the, I think it's kind of famous, at least in, in vineyard circles, shortly after John Wimber had planted the, the, the church that would become the Anaheim Vineyard, he, he was walking down the street in Yorba Linda, and he just looked up and he said that it looked like there was this honeycomb up in the sky. And it was, it was just dripping, just honey just dripping, and it was it was dripping on onto everything. And you know, honey, how it is—it's sticky, you know, and uh, it, it kind of you know just tacky everything. Well, 
he noticed that it, these drops are falling on, on people. And some of the people are, are, are receptive. And some of the people are looking like, oh, this is... And, and God spoke to him and said, this is, this is my grace. This is my grace. That it, it's, it's a, it are so much more available than we can possibly explain. There, it's more than we can even understand. And it's available for everyone. And some choose to embrace it, and some are, are almost offended by it. And that was, that was a vision. And, and, and I, I've, maybe some of you here have, 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 have experienced that where God just shows you something. It's just you look out and you just see it. It's, it's just there. And, you know, and you're just going about your own business. And then the last thing that, that Mark talked about was the sanctified imagination. And he talked about it being like this mighty man of God kind of thing that plays out through your mind. But the, the difference about that, you know, because sometimes we have these things that we, we think about, like this is, you know, this interaction with this person that it's going to go this way or it's going to go that way. But the difference is, is that he saw it and then later on he was experiencing it. And that was God just preparing him for that opportunity as, as it came up. So um, now I think you're, you're all kind of wondering why, why am I talking about this stuff? Because here's what I, I, I want to do. We practiced last Sunday night and we practiced in a way where it was one-on-one and we, we allowed the Lord to speak to us to share with each other. And so what I want to do this morning is to give us an opportunity to hear from the Lord and see how He wants to speak to us. So I just want us to be quiet here for just a few, few minutes. And I'm taking a risk by doing this, by the way. I'm scared to death that, you know, that everybody's just, okay, nothing happens. Okay, well, let's pray and let's go home. That, that's, that, that's what, what I, I, I don't have anything else prepared. But I feel like God wants to speak to us. I feel like God wants to use us. And I think there are people in this room that God wants to speak to through us. Does that make sense? And it's just a matter of us being open. And, and here's the deal. If you, if you get an impression, if you get a, a, an idea, if you get a picture or whatever, it's not your job to, to try to understand it. If it's something from the Lord, we just speak it. You remember Mark was talking about this last week, that there was somebody, and they, they just got a person's name. And, and the guy had been, he'd been just praying. I, I, I feel like the Lord has forgotten me. And so the guy just, just I, it turned out to be the guy's name. And, and he, he said, well, I had just been praying, Lord, I, I think you've forgotten me. You don't even remember my name. And God spoke to a complete stranger and gave that man his name. So I'm going to invite the Holy Spirit, and I'm not going to try to work anything up. We're just going to be quiet for a few moments, and, and let's just see what, what, the Lord, what the Lord has to say, okay? Holy Spirit, come. Lord, we want to experience your presence. We want to experience your Holy Spirit. So, Lord, come and, 
and speak to us today. We want to hear from you.